Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. segment of soul silence and sound i want to thank you for being here in this moment and welcome you to take a pause and dive in with me we're going to start out with a little conversation around staying in your lane your creation energy and your imagination so i was contemplating i've been contemplating this for a while because We have artificial interface, which can be helpful in certain situations, be it um, locating someone, it could be um, getting messages out quickly via artificial technology versus human to human. There's, There's benefits, right? Yet there's also this imposition because it immediately starts to create this looking around and keeps one away from their innate creativity and their innate imagination. And so it's fascinating that we're at this juncture and really to contemplate what does it mean to stay in your lane? Because in a society where we're giving people a lot of information and we don't even really have a context of knowing if that information is well information, meaning it could be based on bad science, it can be based on manipulation, mind control, agendas, all these things. So if you step back and say, okay, if I want to govern my being, then you or I and anyone else listening would have to be willing to take responsibility for self. And when one starts to do that, where they take responsibility for self, they will start to see what their lane is. And even if, let's say you're a tree trimmer and you go out into the artificial world and you see people making really negligent overt acts against a tree, meaning that they're claiming they're a tree trimmer, yet they're doing it in the wrong season. They're being too aggressive with it. They don't even have a relationship with the tree, yet this is what they do for their occupation. And so that tree trimmer that maybe has spent many decades, maybe even many lifetimes, communing with trees and trimming the trees and getting to know the trees and actually able to have a conversation with the trees, not through words, but through frequencies, uh, electromagnetic exchange. And that person has a choice. They can feel that it's their responsibility to correct the tree trimmer that is presenting a false sense of self and their relationship with their occupation. Or 
that tree trimmer that has this deep reverence for the trees and the way they show up and and facilitate and care for those trees throughout a year can decide to stay in their own lane. And so what this means is that that gives that tree trimmer a little bit more space to deepen its relationship with the trees. It will keep the tree trimmer in a resonance with nature, their innate resonance, and will keep them from meddling in another person's cause and effect, their journey in learning what it means to be in right action as a tree trimmer. And this would apply across the board to every single occupation and role that we have on this planet as two-leggeds, as humans. And so this is that moment because we're entering into a creative passage that one can decide, do I want to get caught up in the things that are not in integrity and the things that are not um, presenting themselves in a way that is in right action for the benefit of the trees. And so it's kind of a little bit of a waxing and waning because maybe you see something like overt, like maybe a tree is going to be removed and you know, in your heart as a, you know, a really integral tree trimmer, it shouldn't be removed. You could take action there and try to educate those that want to remove the tree. However, you might have to set a limit on that because, you know, you can share if they're open to receiving, then the outcome could change. But right now, we're very quick to get into each other's lanes and we're very quick to take uh, from one another and basically kind of pose as, as something. And especially right now with the educational system changing, the, I would say those of you out there that are listening that are in your 20s and early 30s that maybe took a different route uh, because you're part of that, that change where the quote unquote higher education is not for you and probably will become obsolete in years to come. However, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, fake it till you make it. It means to learn and maybe find that tree trimmer that has a real integral relationship with the tree or with music or with plants or food or a canvas. And what happens uh, in this process, then we start returning to something that's really profound is a mentorship. And sometimes that mentorship can last for a little bit of time. It can last for a lifetime. It could go in seasons, all of those things. But that helps create um, a depth of someone's work and a little bit of a checks and balances. Yet right now, when we have these artificial interfaces, there's a push to move quickly and people feel like if they hear something, they have a right to apply what they heard 
fine if they want to apply it to themselves, but they feel maybe they have a right to apply it to another human being. And maybe it's not even in their lane. So this kind of gives you a little bit of a foundation of where I'm going. And so how this relates to creative energy and imagination is that when people are pretending, acting, you know, you hear this a lot in politics, the actors, <laughs> unpack that one, the actors, um, basically are acting. <laughs> and many people, especially in the artificial realm, are acting and they're actually not in authentic wisdom, knowledge, and intelligence yet. Now, it might be a passion. However, it takes space to create some wisdom and to reconnect with your innate wisdom and to meet it daily and deepen it. One is not going to just be able to like infuse it all into your brain and then be there. And even though some of that technology exists, it's very dangerous because it creates a disconnect between the soul and the physical temple, like inserting, you know, a new hard drive into an organic being is a big cosmic no-no. And if, even if someone willingly accepted that, there will be an effect to that, maybe immediate one and then one down the line. And so the reason that creative energy and imagination are so important is this helps with our whole ecosystem, meaning in this earth plane, mother nature relies on our imagination. And so if each and every one of you don't have a creative idea and you look over on someone else's desk to get the answer or get an idea, all you're doing is short circuiting yourself, your friend or stranger and mother nature and the cosmos, the divine. And so we saw this a lot. And I say we, I went to architecture and design school and we, this is before even like reality TV existed. Uh, you know, there were a small group of us in one studio per grade, pretty competitive program to get in. However, it was very fascinating what you would see. And, and we would all, I think, openly acknowledge this. There were the people that could create organically from within. And then there were the people that we would call the copycat designers. And that didn't matter. It could be the architects, the industrial designer, the interior architect, the landscape architect. Didn't matter. But this existed across the board in, I would say, every studio. And so... You might say, well, why is that? Um, well, part of it, I would say, is the individual that's the copycat is they have a disconnect from their innate intelligence, their soul. And this could be for many reasons. It could be because they weren't allowed to create, to engage with their imagination. And it also can be because they're not self-aware they don't have a sense of that, well, it wouldn't be appropriate to just copy my friend's idea or 
take this from a magazine or take this from something else. It, and this is really important because in literature, this would be called plagiarism. And again, back when I was in university, if you plagiarized, if you plagiarized, and this is when professors were very well read, this is when professors knew their subject matter and had an innate sense when something was plagiarized, yet they weren't using AI to identify this. The person plagiarizing could and usually was plagiarizing or cheating expelled from the university. Now, right now in our society, we have so many distractions where people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go over here. This person has some content. I'm going to just take that. I'm going to go over here and do that. I'm going to go investigate what this competitor is doing over here. Instead of getting deep in it with yourself and saying, gosh, you know, I smoke, I do smoked barbecue meats and ribs and stuff like that. And maybe that's been invented a million times. But if you get deep in it with yourself, you're going to come to an original secret sauce for yourself and even transform how you present it to the world. And so I encourage you because, yes, there are some systems that are in place that are there, just like plants. There's sage. There's different kinds of sage out there, but there's sage. And then you it's your choice how you want to interface with sage, right? Just like it's the tree trimmer's decision how they interface with the tree. They could look at it as just like a rock or not a rock, but like a steel beam that they could just shape and not have any energetic exchange with. Or they could look at it like, wow, this is, and I can't even say steel because that's an element, but you know what I mean? Where it's something that just does not have a two-way exchange. So the reason it's going to become so important in this moment for you to get really clear about the lane that you are in, and that can have a breath, like a, a rainbow of things that you offer, but your ability to create and your own unique imagination are going to be really important, so important for your contribution to the world around you. So if you're inspired and you want to dive a little bit deeper into your imagination and your creativity, this requires for you to stop looking on other people's pages, literal pages and maybe in social media or web pages if you're not going there sincerely to learn or hire them for a service or um, engage with the wisdom from an educational standpoint for you to really, really get sincere that, Hey, why don't I look from within? And this is another reason why it would be so important to, have professors that are very well read or that have read many things so that they can sense uh, if something's been written verbatim. And, you know, even though we've had more advanced societies before here, 
technologically speaking, they all seem to come to the same ruin because it's lacking this thing called integrity and one's willingness to stay in their own lane. And so the first step would be, am I willing to stay in my own lane? And then the second would be, am I willing to source from my own imagination, my own creativity and see what happens? Now, the curious thing here I want to share is that, you know, we're going to be practicing some silent meditation momentarily, is when we go into silence and into creative exploration, we are two-ray radio, so we are sending signals out. And it's possible that there's many people all over the world examining and exploring the same creative situation that you are. It could be even a scientist, thousands of scientists all striving to solve the same issue or find a solution for something that's needed to be responded to. And so what can happen in this moment when we're in our creative imaginative space is you're working on it, someone else's, they drop in, you drop in. And sure enough, maybe you just drop the ball. You don't want to proceed You don't want to deepen. You don't want to take action on these ideas you have. Sure enough, because that's fed into the cosmic web, not the artificial web, the cosmic web, it will lay a seed and it'll grow somewhere and someone that's ready will continue on. It's like passing on the baton in the quantum field. Down the road, you might see it and say, gosh, I had that idea. I had that thought, but it wasn't yours maybe to fully birth, but you helped with the creative field of energy that got it going. And this is why creative energy is important and the imagination is important. And what's even more important is that field is kept as pure as possible. And so if we go back to My studio days when people had no, well, some people, but people just didn't have a sense that it wasn't okay to, I guess they still don't. (laughs) It wasn't okay to be like looking on someone else's page for the answers to a test or a design idea or a solution to a structural problem. They just felt like it didn't matter, you know? But each one of these steps in a creative process lead to something miraculous. And so when you go out in nature and you look at a beetle or a butterfly or a tree or a flower, it the depth and complexity of it are amazing. And if you are a parent and even a mother and you created a child inside of you, That's like this miraculous because you know where it started and where the baby made it to and came into the world as a little human. So I encourage you all maybe to take a little bit more of a pause, especially for our brothers and sisters in the Northern Hemisphere, even if you're at the equator or the Southern Hemisphere. I just really encourage you to take a moment and think about what is your lane 
And are you willing to speak from it, create from it, imagine from it, and see where that takes you, almost with blinders on? And then for those out there that are processing information from one person or another, are you willing to receive information from many sources and to source your own creative intelligence and imagination for what you work on. This will vastly change our society as we move into this era of mastery. And it's not about, you know, being in charge of the world, this era. It's about refinement and really having the focus and the discipline to stay with what you are focused on. And when you do that, you bring forth all this experience because you're diligently meeting that on a daily basis. And that experience then feeds into becoming that tree trimmer that has a deep relationship within their craft. So I just really encourage you take a little bit more space this winter to observe where your relationship is with your creative energy and your imagination. And then from there, make a commitment. Are you willing to stay in your own lane within your area of focus? Doesn't mean that you don't have to use things from different parts, depending. Um, but that's like your uh, Rolodex, kind of like when I was on the boards in the architecture field, I had a Rolodex of people and all, you know, builders, electricians, mechanical engineers, a whole plethora. So think of it like that. Are you willing to stay focused on where you're serving your, your world around you? And are you willing to really engage your creativity and your imagination without looking on someone else's page? So if inspired, start there and see what happens. And if you're not sure where you want to create from next, give yourself some time to listen deeply. So with that being said, I want to welcome you to rise up into a seated position and then take a nice gentle breath in and out. Again, and exhale. Good, another one, inhale, and exhale. And then gently just follow your natural breathing pattern. And if your mind gets distracted, just simply return it back to your breath. 
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale and exhale and then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Mm-hmm. 
Taking a soft, gentle breath, breathing in and out, welcoming you to connect to your breath and my speaking voice. And when you're ready, you're just going to roll over onto the right or left side and rise up into a seated position. or simply stay where you're at right now. And so I welcome each and every one of you just to allow everything from what you heard to felt to just were silent with, just to be with you right now. And to bring everything full circle here, I welcome you in this moment if you are ready to re-engage on a deeper level with that which you create and think of creation energy, it goes with everything that you do on a daily basis. And so 
from the smallest thing to the biggest thing to the from what you do for occupation or profession to your special interests so if you're ready to re-engage your unique energy and your imagination by activating it I encourage you to start to sit with that and start to observe yourself to see where you can source from within or where you have maybe the propensity to look around and getting inspiration is fine but there's a a, a difference and I want you to notice like when you do it you'll know that you notice the difference it's like Oh, you see someone and they have an amazing outfit and you're like, oh, that's amazing. And maybe you're a clothing designer and you're like, wow, that filled me up. But it's, it has nothing to do with you, what you go create later versus your clothing designer and you go and look what everyone else is doing and then you base it off what they're doing and maybe even mimic it identically. So you'll feel the difference. And I encourage you just to be with it, how... You express yourself in the world from the micro to the macro and see if you can start to really put those blinders on, have your own creative inspiration without artificial interface and see what happens. So until next time, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. I want to thank. Android Jones. I don't, I guess I'm going to put something up about Android. I'm going to link him in. That was really wild. And Random Rav and Dante Marino and Kadri Scott. And I'm just grateful for each and every one of you just taking this little bit of time for yourself and to be here with me. I'm exiting out with a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simple.